You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm excited today to talk about something that has happened to me and that happens to a lot of my clients as well. And that's how to get out of debt. And I particularly love the guests that we've got on today because she was in £50,000 worth of debt and with accountability, with consistency and with a plan, she managed to get out of that in a relatively short space of time. So I want to introduce you to Nikki Matiasik, who supports businesses from startup right the way to six figures on a number of different things. So welcome to the podcast, Nikki. Thank you. Nice to be here. Let's just start at the beginning. Like, how did you get into that debt? Gosh, so I was in the corporate world, the buyer and a project manager for quite a number of years. And I worked for a retailer and they were taken over in a uh, in a merger, bought out in a merger. And my husband got made redundant. And I continued to be in that corporation. But despite us being him being made redundant, we continued to live in the same way. So it was because we he'd had a payout and things. It was like, actually, we just continue to live our lives like we had when we were both there as buyers, as both as retail buyers. And I think slowly but surely, that's where it all started to build up. Yeah, same, same with mine. That's exactly how it was. Because when you're used to living a certain way, you don't realise what you're spending on a kind of day-to-day basis. And also, you know, kids and and I went through a divorce and I still had to buy things. I still had to do the same things. And it took a knock and and actually it builds up slowly. So at first you think, oh, it's just, you know, a few thousand pounds. I'll be able to pay that off as soon as, you know. I get a partner or get a job or any of those different things. And then suddenly you look back and it's much bigger than you expected it would be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that that all happened before we had children. So then our daughter came along and, you know, he was out of he was out of jobs for a while. And I had to go back to work like earlier than expected. It just all had a knock on effect. And then we we lost our second baby. So I think, again, through all the, you know, the grief and and it it just slowly built and built and built. So we had life impacts, if you like, which obviously weren't expected, but, you know, it just built and built from there, really. Yeah. And so what at what point did you kind of go, no, I need to do something? Oh, gosh. So I I came across a certain business coach, actually, in the network that I was working in. and she could see absolutely, I I confided in her really, I confided in where I was at and what was going on. And she could see 
you know, when you have that situation where someone believes in you and you've got to kind of steal that belief from them and yourself before you get it. But she could like absolutely see in me what I was capable of. And we got together to to work on a plan to help me build the business to get out of that, essentially. So I, I definitely remember that point where I invested in her and thought, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this. But with the the kickstart of a plan that she like helped me with, I could then start to pay her every month. So that's where it really, that was the changing point for me of I had someone come into my life that could really, I could trust and they could support me to build a plan. Yeah, it's often the way. And you had left corporate by this point or you were thinking about leaving? Oh God, I was out. You were out. You didn't, <laughs> so you didn't enjoy corporate. Like many of us, you did not enjoy being in corporate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I learned a massive amount. I learned masses, but oh my goodness, it just wasn't for me. So you started your business and what was your first business that you started? What were you helping people with? Yeah. So initially my business was called Business Buddy and I was really supporting businesses on that day-to-day tasks and actions and accounts, just helping them identify that first and foremost and helping them have a plan of action together. And then that slowly built into the accountability measures and 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 so on to where I am today. But that's initially where I started out. So helping really, really small businesses. Yeah, because this is the thing. Like we can help, people often say things to me like, but if you can do that for yourself, what? how come you can do it for others? But when you're in the bottle, you can't see the label. And this no. is why I still have coaches now, because yes, I can do strategy and I can help people make a plan. And, you know, I've helped thousands of people make money from businesses, but when it comes to me, I often can't see the shortfalls. I can't see what I can't see. I can't see the gaps. And you're very good. I've seen how you work and you're very good at like, especially the accountability piece. I think you're brilliant with accountability for people and people need that. And you're really consistent. And so I can see how you would be able to help people with those things right from the beginning. Did, yeah. you, enjoy, did you enjoy doing that? For a time. Yeah, I think, you know, but as I'm sure you can relate to as well you just like you grow out of each stage of the business don't you that you're offering so yeah that's the word evolve so absolutely I had like uh, across all my business like stages where I'm like right there's only so much of this I can do now and that's where the service and the and what I was offering then evolved and you know prices changed and such like but yeah I soon grew out of working with with clients in that way when you first started making money from, you know, when you first started helping people, and the money started coming in. Was it amazing to think I'm going to be able to pay off this? Yeah, of course, it, it, it only feels like it is quite slow to begin with. So I really had to put myself on a consistent, I think it was like an 18 month, two year plan initially. But I, I knew that literally by chipping away at it month in, month out that would get to that end result. So I was really, really clear on that end goal at the end of the, I think it was two years. It's brilliant, though, yeah, isn't it? When starting you, to chip away at it. I, I love it when you get to that last payment and you're like, that's it. Now this money is my money. <laughs> like it's yeah, not going absolutely. on to anyone. Yeah, thank you very much. And I think, you know, it, even, even being self-employed and running a business, it then made you know, just the figures more credible. So if, you know, we were remortgaging and things like that, it just, you just had that, 
oh gosh, safety net, if you want to call it that, but you had that credibility of, oh, it's okay. I can be accepted now rather than rejected on this next like remortgage or whatever. Yeah. And that's really important actually for people that have those big plans of what they want to do with their life. I think when people are in debt, and especially when they work in business and they've been in debt, they often don't talk about it because, you know, you, you worry about what people might think. There's some sort of stigma to debt. But actually, I've always talked about it because I always think I was 30 grand in debt five years ago. And I always think I would rather be really transparent about it and know that people who are in debt can get out of debt with my help because I've been there and I've done that. Then yeah. kind of hide it. And some people have chosen not to work with me because I've been in debt before. And that's yeah. absolutely fine. Yeah. Did you talk about your debt when you were in business? No, not to start with. So I, and I guess when this was happening to me, the, the online space wasn't, you know, just wasn't as prominent as it is right now. But like you and I spoke about this earlier, you know, you just, when I was going through all of this, I didn't share it because. You know, I was the one who was, you know, helping people and supporting people. And, you know, it was kind of like, right, I'll just keep that to one side because, you know, people don't need to know that. But as I was mentioning, I think when I came into your space and started working with you, I could see a way or certainly learn a way that you can talk about it and talk about it with ease and it's okay to talk about it because there's far more people going through it than probably I think, or we think there so are much more, you know, when I talk about it in my book, that's coming up and I talk about it to people now with so much ease. I talk about it at networking, but not, not before. I think like you just said, showing and telling people about it, showing them that example it almost gave me that, ah, okay, it's okay to do this. So yeah. Yeah. And I think I it's great in the way on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's great to be able to do that because, you know, there are mindset coaches that still suffer mindset problems. It doesn't mean that they can't teach other people oh. how to. Like, there are people that have, you know, failed at things that have learned from it and now teach people what not to do. Like, I think that all of our experiences are really relevant and don't mean that people can't trust us um, to work with us. So like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I would never talk about, you know, the problems I'm having in business, please do. Because I think that the more transparent we are, there's so many people who I know that are like six and seven figure businesses that have, you know, they don't have the perfect life. There are things going wrong, whether it's health or whether they are in financial difficulty and all of these different things, because you can be a seven figure business and be in financial difficulty. And people don't realize that. And there's so many um, people going through things and they're not talking about them. They're pretending that everything's perfect. And all that does is alienate people who are looking up to you, who are going through things. So I really to to be transparent yeah like you help all these people now and and obviously I've employed you uh for my mastermind because you're so good at the the kind of helping people achieve their goals through accountability yeah you talk about these three things accountability consistency and having a plan yeah let's talk about them each in turn because I think all three when it boils down to it they're the three things that got me success if I look at those three things. So when it comes to consistency, what do you mean by that? 
So I always start starting with the plan and being clear on those actions, but it's taking action consistently day in, day out, regardless of how small that might be that helps you then like take the steps up the ladder, if you like, to get to that ultimate goal. So those actions could be broken up over 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever that may be. I see time and time again where businesses will give it a go for a week and then don't start seeing results or don't start, you know, or feel challenged or feel, oh gosh, that's too hard. And they stop. But actually, once they break through that barrier and keep the consistency, 30, 60, 90 days down the line, that is when they start to see results. And I say to a lot of the businesses I work with, some things will come quicker than others. So you'll start to see something change in a week. But if you stop, you're then not going to see that consistent impact to lead into the results that you want. Yeah. It's It's a day in, day out action. And, and I often, how small. Yeah, I often say to people, people are like, yeah, but I can't, I'm, I'm working nine to five or I'm, you know, I'm looking after the kids. And I'm like, what one thing can you do today that will make you feel you've achieved something? Whether it's sending yeah. one email, whether it's pitching to one piece of PR, whether it's connecting with one person, what can you do today? One post on social media. It, because those tiny little things, they all yeah. add up, don't they? And suddenly you look behind you and you're like, oh, I've come quite far from where yeah. I was. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of business owners, so probably sorry to say this business owners, but a lot of business owners are winging it. They are absolutely not. And and part of the process I use is reviewing and improving at the end of every, every month. And I think, again, as business owners, they don't take the time to review to see what needs to be improved. So then their consistency wavers again. So those two elements can be really key yeah evaluation is really important and and that that is a massive gap isn't it when you speak to people who are like I don't know what's going wrong I'm like okay well let's evaluate what you've done and what's worked and what hasn't worked and what could be done better and where you're putting your time and all of those kind of things absolutely and a lot of businesses don't even recognize what they have done and when you ask those questions they go, oh, cranky, yeah, I've actually really achieved a lot. So they they need to remind themselves. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about um, having a plan. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm a strategy girl. <laughs> like I think it's really important to have that strategy for everything you do in life. I've just literally this week signed off on a a multi million pound home, and the reason yeah. I got that home is because I had a strategy for how I was going to get it. Yeah, it was a, a literal step by step plan. So, how important is planning to you, and how do you think it's best to start if you've never had a plan, you've never had a strategy? What should yeah. you do first? Yeah, I think first of all, it's really determining what time scale you want to have that plan over. So, I think. You know, in the past, a lot of businesses have been like, oh, what's your three year vision? What's your five year vision? But actually, I think because of the times that we've gone through, a lot of businesses can't really see beyond 90 days. Not not really, because they find it too overwhelming. So I always say even break that down and break that back and just say over the course of a month, look at what availability you have, where you can fit your clients in, what gaps you've got and then how you're going to do business development how are you going to 
work on your business. So that's always a good starting point because then you can really start to see where the gaps are and what space you've got to then be working on your business. Because obviously we need to serve us our clients first. That's really important. But that's always a good place to start. Normally no no longer than a month, really. You know, we hear that um, phrase, like you have to work 50% of the time on your business and 50% in your business. Yeah. Because otherwise you're not growing your business. Do you agree with that? Or is there a different figure? I've always worked probably more 70, 30. But I think given, given the times that we've experienced and the different methods that we can reach our clients and our audience, I think 50-50 is probably more accurate to where you need to be. However, in my experience, there are a lot of businesses not doing that. Well, there are a lot of businesses not doing 10% on the on the working on your business. I was going to say that. <laughs> I, I, totally, I totally agree. You know, it's a lot of things can just be sidelined or so they're just repeating the same patterns month in, month out. And that's just, where it's where feast or famine comes from, doesn't it? Because then yeah. you have some clients one month, but because you, everything we do in our business, generally we see in four to six months time, the results of those yeah. things. So yeah. if we're like not doing things now, then in yeah. four to six months, we'll go, oh, now why am I not bringing any money in? And it's like, because yeah. you didn't do anything. To do exactly. That. And that and that's the thing. I You know, I, I help clients who say to me, I, I want to take the whole of August off. I want to. I don't want to work over Christmas, you know, I, but, but that doesn't just happen. That is something that's planned three, six months out to make sure that the turnover's there, the clients are there, the team are in place, whatever that may be. So it's, it's totally doable, but the plan needs to be in place to help achieve that. So let's talk about the final piece to it, which is accountability, Yes, which I think is really important. And when we first start in business, we don't have any and we're used to having some. So when I was in corporate, I had a boss. So a boss would tell me if I'd hit KPIs and I would get in trouble if I didn't. And then suddenly I'm my own business and I'm expecting to be able to reach all of these targets, but no one's making me do it. So Netflix is there in the middle of the day and I'm like oh well I'll just take an hour off and do this or this bit looks hard I don't really want to do the hard things like how can we keep ourselves accountable because I think it's really hard to keep yourself accountable yeah there's a couple of things I say like first and foremost is you know like we say there's distractions and challenges that come in all the time but you know we can ask ourselves that question is this distraction Netflix or whatever that may be is that going to take me towards what I want to achieve or not so that could be the first thing to go yes or no to that thing obviously depends how exciting that Netflix program is but that could be the first thing it could, it could be, be yes it could yes be selling no. sunset Nikki that is a hard one because that's good but you know if you've got a plan in place you can definitely find time in the day to do that And then, you know, it is having like a daily planner for some people, just seeing, right, what are the absolute priorities I've got to do to help me move towards that goal? And as long as I've done that, I can go and do something for myself. Or I then say a default diary is another good thing to use because you can just see in bite-sized chunks what you need to be doing and when to help like build your business or work with clients. So there's a couple of measures that people can do first and foremost. I absolutely align with that. Like, I think you have to be clear on what are you really passionate about in your business? 
and what do you procrastinate on? Because if there's things that you're you're doing in your business or trying to do in your business that you procrastinate on, you, you're just going to like leave yeah, it. Yeah. You're not going to touch it. And those are the first things I help businesses start to outsource or find a solution. So you can just take it out of your head and a lot with accountability can be where we're procrastinating first and foremost. And that's why I think sometimes it's good to have a mentor. Like people um, often say, well, why do you need a mentor now? Like there can't be much more that you need to know. A, there's always something that I need to know yeah. that I don't know. But B, often I use mentors now for accountability. For instance, when yeah. I'm on a health kick, I have an accountability coach that comes and asks me what crap I've eaten that day. Yeah. When yeah. I, you know, I have people have PTs um, to help them with that accountability. And yet when it comes to yeah. business, we think we don't need it. It's like yeah. we need it more than anything. Oh, for sure. And I think. You know, I've been running my business for eight years now. I spoke about that business coach right at the beginning and I worked with her for a while, but I, I had one-to-one coaching and I was in a mastermind. Then I stepped out of that, reviewed what was around. And then that's when I met you and came into your world. But even working with you, I do one-to-one, I do mastermind. And I think it's just what you need and at what stages. And then you... I think invest to take yourself to that next level. So I I firmly believe that regardless of what stage you are in your business, you need that support somehow, some way. Yeah. Well, we can see it like you've been in my mastermind. You've worked one-to-one with me in different ways and like your revenue has blown up and that's because you've had support. And I think there's nothing wrong with admitting that you need support. I have support in everything I do um, because it helps that revenue go up because it gives me some accountability. Yeah, for sure. This has been so interesting to talk to you about all the things that you've gone through and congratulations for being able to pay off that debt because a lot of people don't get to that point and they're not steadfast enough in their plan to do it. Um, And I think it's really good that you have and you can help other people to do the same thing now. Um, So if there's somebody watching that knows they need some accountability and consistency in their lives, where is the best place for them to go and find you? Absolutely on Instagram as the first place. That is where I got all my details so i'm nikki j Matiasic on instagram that's nikki with one k don't worry we'll put it in the show notes (laughs) i'm not gonna gonna hope that people remember how to spell your name when i don't spell it right most of the time that's fine a lot of people call me mrs m it's absolutely fine but yeah that's absolutely the best place because that's got all my all my up-to-date information of what's going on and how i'm working with people Brilliant. And thank you for being here. And guys, thank you for listening. As usual, I love talking to you about this stuff. There's so much we can learn from different people's experiences. And I will be back next week with another episode to help you to be able to make money online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get your hands on my brand new book that's coming soon, then you can pre-order now and get lots of juicy bonuses. All you need to do is go to makemoneyonlinebook.co.